This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. Appreciate your time with us today. I want to talk to you about something. I don't know, this one may be unique to your experience. I'm calling this the, the I love you lie. <laughs> now, the reason I say this is because we're in this material world where self-interest is really the dominant force. And people will say most anything to get what they want. And in many cases, this is so subtle that the person doesn't really realize they do it. We see this in children. They'll say what they need to say to get a cookie. <laughs> uh, they'll say what they need to say to get out of school. They'll say what they need to say to get a good grade on a test. And we see that in business, too. People work in a company, they'll say what they have to say not to accept responsibility for a boo-boo they made. And so it runs through our lives, and it permeates our relationships. And people will say, I love you, to keep you subservient, to keep you subordinate. Oh, this person loves me. I better do what they say. I better not hurt their feelings. I better not go against their wishes. Because they said, but I love you. I'm only saying this to you because I love you. And this term is being belittled by being used for self-interest. What does love mean? It doesn't mean I want. That's what it's being used for. But in the real sense, it doesn't mean that. Love means I care about you more than I care about me. That is real love. Selfless love. I care about, I'm caring for you. I'm caring with you. I'm caring about your happiness above mine. Now, if we put this together correctly, a boy, a girl, a man, a woman, they come together and they go, well, life is a struggle, but we care about each other. And so let's do the struggle together. Team up. And so I'll take on this section of responsibilities, and you take on that section of responsibilities. And in addition to that, I'll take care of you, and you take care of me. I'll see that you're cared for, or protected, or loved, or encouraged, supported, advised, so this is an expression of love. This is real. You know there's always somebody there on your team. There's always somebody to consult. There's always somebody to, who will give you a shoulder to lean on. Someone will give you a hand up or give you an assistant. Give me a lift. Help this. What have you. Irrespective of what the situation is presented to you through life, the teamwork, the agreement stands. And it makes the relationship rich and full. And you always know that there's someone on your side, someone looking out for you, looking over you perhaps. Well, this is the same situation it's supposed to be in the family, parental relationship. The parents are supposed to selflessly take care of the kids at their own expense. There are families that think kids to be servants. Go get me this, go do that. You get a job. Bring in money. 
take care of this, stop that, do this. They aren't taking care of the children to see that they're educated and developed on a higher plane than they're developed. Because that's what advancement of civilization means, isn't it? That the son is greater than the father over and over and over. That's how civilization advances. You're supposed to give your offspring all of the knowledge you have and all of the encouragement you can to increase that knowledge so that their accumulation is greater than yours. And yours should be greater than your fathers or parents and greater than the previous and the previous generations. So that every generation going along the way, the child is more accumulated knowledge, awareness, capability, etc. than the previous generation. That is advancement of civilization. So if you understand that and then you realize you have a responsibility to play in that, then you have to have a loving, caring relationship for your offspring. So similarly, this is there in the parental relationship. This is there in friendship. This is there in loving partners. It's actually permeating the relationships as the root emotional link is love. But now we have it that people are saying, I love you to make you subordinate, to entrap you, to control you, to keep you from being independent of them, to make you continue to fulfill their desires. Not to see to your benefit. I love you. Well, I'll take care of you. That'll help you. I'll see to your needs. It's the opposite. I love you so you take care of my needs. So we have this permeating society. We see it. Television is a horrible tool. It makes that happen. They call themselves friends, but they lie to each other. They think of family, the parents and the children, but there's no respect. There's no compassion. There's no support. There's no conscious and compassionate involvement with each other. Uh, we live in the same house and we eat at the same table, but that's about it. This is what we have to recognize. Where is true love? Where do you find it? There are millions of lonely people. There are millions of people that feel unloved. And this is wrong. No one is to feel unloved. How do we fix this problem? Where do we find love enough for everybody? The Vedic literature says you find that love in love of God. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the source of all emotions, and love is one of the primary emotions. And He has enough love to reciprocate with you, but you have to willingly make the step. It isn't that the Lord's going to love you and love you until you makes you love Him. That's not possible. Love is a voluntary emotion, and it's reciprocal. There's a term called unrequited love. It means I love you, but you don't love me back. Okay? In essence, the Lord's experiencing that with us. The Lord loves us for our pure self. And yet we are so distracted and being involved with other things, we neglect to love Him. It isn't that we don't love Him. We neglect to. Because we're all seeking love, and that love is available in love of God. You're supposed to act in such a way to show the Lord you love him. Action in loving service. And this brings attachment. 
you become attached to the Lord because you want to love him and serve him and he reciprocates to you a loving exchange that you feel so rewarded, so fulfilled, it stimulates you to advance that service. So this can be attained by work and knowledge. Understanding the Lord's desire for the exchange of love. All of us living entities are unique and different. Why? Because being all the same, the, the love would be all the same. And it wouldn't carry the freshness and the uniqueness that you or I or any other individual can bring. The Lord is vast in his potencies and vast in his desires and vast in his needs for love. So by creating all of us living entities and giving us free will, there is the opportunity for us to love him in a vast number of ways. And this is why we say on our program that there is a position, a place for you and every living entity to experience and exchange a loving relationship with the Lord. You're created as a unique individual so that you will produce a unique love and you can share that love with the Lord and be rewarded in a unique way that is totally fulfilling to you that you can't do artificially in this material world with these temporary relationships. Even if you have a wonderful relationship with somebody, it can't endure. It can only make it for the duration of your life. But the a loving relationship with the supreme eternal personality of Godhead can carry on eternally. It does not go away. It carries on. So this is a completely higher platform than the love we see in this material world. This material world love is restricted to the duration of the life and the time that you or I are together to exchange that love. So this is vital that we understand how to use our independent free will to develop a loving relationship that's not artificial and it's not temporary. Now, slipping back slightly, another aspect that's causing a problem in our development of our love of God is lust. The male lusts for the female, and the female lusts for the male because they're exchanging enjoyment, physical and mental enjoyment, and they're calling it love. But it's not. It's me engaging in activity that pleases you and you engaging in activity that pleases me. And we call it love. But it isn't. It's really a type of selfishness covered by this improper perspective. And we get involved. We get wrapped up in relationships where we think, oh, this person loves me. But no, they're simply sharing the enjoyment experience and lusting for more of it. And they say whatever they have to say to continue that relationship and that opportunity of exchange. And this leads to heartbreak. It leads to all sorts of emotional issues, all sorts of letdowns, all sorts of angers and fears and sadness, unhappiness in many, many ways, when we realize that it isn't real. When we realize that it's actually a self-interest disguised. So we have an educational aspect a realization aspect, a definition that needs to be made, the difference between love and lust. We need to understand them in proper perspective. And we need to keep from falling for the lie, I love you, when it's said and meant 
as wanting something. Real love is not wanting, it's giving. I'm here to see that you're satisfied first. I'm here to see to your happiness above my happiness. At every moment, in every way. Yes, there's things that sometimes I can't do that. I can't, it's not right. It, no, I disagree with your, your position. It isn't what's going to happen. No, thank you. Sorry. But that's cruel to be kind. It's called you still love the person, but you're keeping them from making an error. But again, it's based on love, real concern for the other person's well-being. This is how love grows from that aspect, that concept. You could take two strangers and put them together and if they take care of each other and more they take care of each other and they care about each other and they look out for each other to get through something or situation, they could come out the other end loving each other because they respect the selfless support and the selfless contribution to the relationship and it can build love. They have TV shows where they do that. They put a whole bunch of boys together and a whole bunch of girls together and they push them through weeks and weeks of experiences and times and circumstances and some of them come out the other end in love and this is really what everybody's looking for when they say I'm looking for someone to partner with, to love it's for someone who actually is selflessly caring for me and that I can reciprocate and selflessly care for them well this inclination has to be carried to a higher platform it has to be carried to above the temporary platform of a lifetime. I can love you for a lifetime, but still death will separate us. So what I want is I want love that is not ending at death. It's not ending with the body. It's a relationship that is eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. It is eternal like me. A divine love. I am a divine being. The Lord is a divine being. There can be a divine relationship. That love has no end. To develop love of God is an amazing, eternal, long-standing, purifying, unbelievably rewarding experience compared to the love that we can exchange with another living entity for a duration of life. So all of these artificial and all of these temporary perspectives have to be put in proper perspective. They're in the temporary category. And they don't carry the weight of the eternal category. Similarly, the activities that are in the selfish platform don't carry the weight of those that are in the selfless category. You meet someone who is selfish, 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 you boom, quickly become tired of them. But you meet someone who is completely caring and open-hearted and responsible, the love can grow and can last a very long time, a lifetime. So above that is lasting many, 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 many lifetimes. The divine love. That divine love is in you, is available to you, is your right, is your goal of life. Eternal love of God. Unending devotional love and happiness. Bliss. Knowledge. Love. Unending. This is what's being offered by the Vedic literature. This is what is being offered by the spiritual master. He's come here and he's giving you the Vedic literature to make you awake of your true situation and to explain to you how you can get out of it and how you can advance to this love of God. Real religion means to develop love of God. 
think about friend. If I just friend, oh, I got, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I know you want to buy something. I won lotto. Wow, what a friend. He gave me that money. Oh my gosh. The spiritual master is giving you eternal bliss and knowledge, love of God. Oh my goodness. It says in the Vedic literature, a person who receives the mercy of the spiritual master is unable to reciprocate, is unable to repay him. The gift is so great and so vast and lasts forever. How is it possible to repay that gift? Well, when you become advanced in spiritual knowledge, you realize that the spiritual master says, if you want to repay me, Give this gift to someone else. Don't pay it to me. Pay it forward. Pay it on to someone else who's looking for love. Someone else who's looking for the upliftment and purification. Someone else who wants eternal bliss and knowledge. And you become a servant of the spiritual master in propounding the Vedic wisdom, propounding the spiritual master's instructions. And making people understand the spiritual master is offering you the most wonderful benediction, the most wonderful gift of love of God. And you become humble. And you become determined. And you become compassionate upon the others who don't have this gift yet. And we've discussed before. If you give it to someone and they realize it and they taste love of God, they'll recognize through their acquisition of knowledge that, ah, to please the spiritual master, I give it to someone else. And he gives it to someone else. And I give it to a third. And you, so you give it to someone else. And I found another person. And the next guy found, and next thing you know, it's growing. It's expanding rapidly in all directions to various classes of people to various cultures, to various societies. It's expanding, expanding, expanding to anyone in the human form of life who will stop and look at this and listen and receive this astonishing free gift being brought by the bona fide spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. And we become servants in the expansion of the movement of love of God for the planet of human beings. This planet is covered with humans. Many people say there's too many, we can't feed them all nonsense but they're all looking for happiness yet they're all caught in the programmed status of consciousness by social influence everybody's acting the same more and more all the time the same the same the same we used to be very much culture there was the american west culture right there was the european culture there was the african tribal culture there was so many different cultures all over the world because the interaction between them was more remote and the cultures stayed strong in their own hemispheres shall we say or in their own areas but now due to technology we're all becoming the same everybody knows what Toyota is everybody knows what internet is there's thousands of things that everybody irrespective of your culture irrespective of where you are how old whatever whatever you are fully aware of it there's movie stars. Everybody knows their name or their picture. And we're becoming more the same. But what needs to be known is that I can achieve love of God. What needs to be known is that the causeless mercy of the spiritual master who is canvassing, looking for you to give you this unbelievable treasure, this amazing gift.
So we can use our lives, we can use our technology, we can use our resources, we can use our determination, we can use our gratitude to expand the movement of love of God through all the different methods available to us by living it and displaying it and sharing and explaining it so that many others become as happy as you. In the beginning, you want freedom. You want liberation. You want knowledge. You want to understand. You want the sufferings to go away. You want the confusion to go away. So many things are needed. Yes, understood. Fine. Here, take the answers. Here, take the liberation. It's there being given. Here, take it. Take to this process. Read the Vedic literature. Everything is there. And then when all your problems are solved, you go, oh my goodness, how do I repay you? What can I do? This is amazing. I'm in a new status, a new consciousness, a new plane of existence. I have a new love in my heart. I have a new perspective of reality. How do I show my appreciation? And the answer is you spread this knowledge on behalf of the spiritual master and bring more people to this platform of reading the Vedic literature, following his instructions, hearing the Maha Mantra. And this means the human society turns, turns from its selfishness and its suffering, turns from its confusion, turns from the killing, killing of the animals, killing of the people, killing of the plants, killing of the atmosphere, killing of the fresh water. It turns from these ridiculous activities that are bringing anxiety to every species, every person on the planet. Society can be turned to compassion and love of God and fulfillment, upliftment and sharing and caring in the real sense. This is what the world needs. It needs a change of consciousness. It needs to put down the selfishness and pick up the love of God. And the love of God that you get, you will want to share it. And by sharing this understanding and perspective and the devotion to the spiritual master, it becomes an infectious uh, spreading of love. Oh my goodness, what a wonderful thought. Let everyone have the disease of love of God. What a wonderful experience it can be. What a complete change society can go through. You have this at your fingertips. If you simply start reading the Vedic literature, the ability to participate in this spreading of love of God is at your fingertips. You become in divinely engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord under the instructions of the bona fide spiritual master for the upliftment of the entire human civilization. This is a great calling. This is a great vocation. You want to be a this or a that or the other thing? You want to heal bodies? You want to fix this or cars or computers? You want to dig ditches? You want to whatever, whatever, whatever you can come up with that is really just manipulating the matter on the planet. Or you can engage in expanding this transcendental sound vibration, this transcendental love of God that is eternal and goes beyond the duration of your body. What an amazing opportunity is in front of you, is available to you. And you already have a seat reserved. You already have a position with your name on it. Your unique created self 
has the opportunity and a desire on the part of the Lord to be back into that platform of exchanging love and reciprocating love in your own unique way with the Lord, in a unique way in reciprocation. It's not something foreign. It's not something artificial. It's not something you purchase. It's inherent in your natural character, in your constitution. So take up this wonderful opportunity. Start by reading the Vedic literature, the books by Srila Prabhupada. Hear his teachings. Start hearing and chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. It all starts there. Your life can be perfected in a very short period of time. And you can raise to this great calling that you are naturally made to experience. And the fulfillment of eternal love of God is your reward for selfless service. Please take this opportunity. Read Bhagavad Gita as it is. Chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Everything else will come. You'll find other spiritual beings. You'll find other disciples of the spiritual master. Take an opportunity and reach out. You can achieve the highest perfection of life. It's your right. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.